Shabbat Shalom, Body of Messiah, Mark Cooley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's Laws and Commandments. Today I've entitled this, Yahweh's Answer to Infertility. Um, let's turn to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. And it says, and Elohim, or Yahweh, blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. And fill the land and subdue it. Or another other versions say, replenish the earth. So we see here that Yahweh's plan, Yahweh's will is for us to multiply, have children, and to replenish the earth. Now, <clears throat> let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 7. Deuteronomy chapter 7. I know a lot of people have fertility issues where they are having, they desire a child and they are having difficult times either bringing it to term for it to be birthed, healthy, whole, sound, and complete, or they're having a hard time even getting pregnant. Well, I'm going to show you what the Torah says concerning the fruit of your womb concerning childbearing. And in Deuteronomy chapter 7, let's um, begin reading in verse, I believe it's number 11. Yep. And it says, okay, the top context of this is going to be verse 11. So verse 11 is the condition, and then we'll see the promises. And you shall keep the commandments, he's talking to Israel, you shall keep the commandments, the statutes, the judgments, which I am commanding you today to do them. And it shall be because you hear judgments, and keep and do them, even Yahweh will keep with you the covenant and the mercy he swore to your fathers. Then he said, and he will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your body, or some versions say the fruit of your womb, which would be a child, and the fruit of your land, your grain, your wine, your oil, the increase of your oxen, the wealth of your flock, 
in the land which he has sworn to your fathers to give to you. And you shall be blessed above all people, and there shall not be a barren man or a barren woman among you, nor among your livestock. So we see here that Yahweh promises, first in Genesis 1, that his will, his plan, is for you to replenish the earth, to be fruitful, and to multiply. Now, when he said this in Genesis chapter 1, there was no sin on the earth. Lawlessness was not on the earth. Torahlessness was not on the earth. Any form of sin was not on the earth. And so he said that he would bless them and that they would multiply and they would replenish the earth. Well, we then know what happened when Adam and Eve sold out to the devil, disobeyed Yahweh's laws and commandments, and then the curse came, judgment came. He said, if you would eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you surely will die. Now, death came. And so as time progressed, lawlessness increased, sin increased, wickedness increased, loving self increased, rebellion increased, paganism increased, idolatry increased, the worshiping of other gods increased, so on and so forth. You get the picture. So they now come to the Deuteronomy where Yahweh is giving them instructions on how they should live their life. He's giving them instructions of answers in every realm of life that they're going to possibly come across. Whether it has to do with childbearing, whether it has to do with situations in your family, whether it has to do with uh, financial life, you know, having more than enough to eat and, and to live happily and abundantly. He's given, whether it has to do with, with your health. The answer is in verse 11. You shall keep his commandments, his laws, his Torah. And he said, if you do, you will be blessed. He said, if you do, there shall not be a barren man or woman amongst you. And he even went on to promise that your livestock, because they were a livestock agri agricultural community, you know, they grew herds of sheep, oxen, cattle, you know, whatever. And their livelihood depended on it. Their livelihood depended on it. To eat it, 
to sell it, to trade it, so on and so forth. And he said, there shall not be a barren man or woman among you. Also, realize this, that in Bible days, just probably like it is today, women's main function and purpose, where they got their identity from, was having children. When they had children, they were uplifted. They wanted, it was their passion to give their husbands sons and daughters. And that if they gave their husbands sons and daughters, they were uplifted in the community. They held their head high in the community. They felt proud, not in a negative sense, but in a positive sense, in the community. They were looked upon as being blessed in the community. And if they were barren, or they, for whatever reason, they couldn't have children, they were looked down upon. They felt inadequate. They felt like a failure. And sometimes... Yahweh, and this is few and far between, Yahweh separated women to have children through a miraculous means at a time in their life when they would think all hope is gone, like Elizabeth, like Hannah, and then Yahweh opened their womb and they, they gave birth. Now, it says here that if you obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, and that's the whole point of this teaching, that if you obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, it is promised to you, it is guaranteed by the covenant to you, that you will not be barren. That you will not be barren. Even so... Your livestock, if you're in an agricultural community, will not be barren as well. <clears throat> now, if we go to Deuteronomy, chapter 28, and see, everything has to go back to Torah. If you're believing for something, you have to find it in Torah. You have to find it in Yahweh's laws and commandments. Whatever Yahweh's laws and commandments say, you must live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments in order to receive Yahweh's laws and commandments. Now, many of us have heard many teachings about the, all the promises of Yahweh are yes and amen. Now, most of those teachings came from when we were in Christianity. And in Christianity, they only focus in on the promises. But they do not focus in on the laws and commandments that Yahweh commanded you to live by in order to receive those promises. 
and we must focus in on those things. The promise cannot come without you meeting the condition. Just like if you go to the bank and you meet the conditions, they will give you a loan. You don't meet the conditions and they won't give you a loan. It's that simple. Or if you go to work for an employer and that employer says you must be here at 8 o'clock, work to 5 o'clock, and you have to do this, 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 and this. But if you do not meet those conditions, you will not have a job for, for any length of time. You will be let go. Why? It isn't the employer's fault. It's the employee's fault for not meeting the conditions. Same way with our police department. If you break the natural laws on the earth, if you rob from somebody or steal from somebody and the police arrest you, sentence you to five years in prison, so many criminals today blame the police officer for arresting them, that it was their fault. Or if maybe a friend or a family member turned them in for some crime they committed, they get angry at them and they want to seek revenge upon them instead of looking in the mirror and saying, you broke the law, you deserved everything you got. Same way, you know, when the police say halt, when the police say stop and you continue fleeing from them, it's not the police fault if they wrestle you down to the ground and you get an arm broken or, you know, Yahweh forbid, you know, you somehow get shot and die. It's not the policeman's fault. You broke the law. You broke the law. And because you broke the law, you will reap the results of breaking the law. It's not Yahweh's fault. It's not friend's fault. It's not the employer's fault. It's not your parents' fault. It's not um, anybody else's fault, but the one that is breaking Yahweh's laws or man's laws even. And so, we see here that Yahweh promised that if you would obey his laws and commandments, and if you would live accordingly, and granted, I, we all fall short, but if you're quick to repent, you stay and remain in right standing and in the promises. Now here's something I want to get to about those promises. Yahweh promises positive things that we all like to hear, like pumpkin pie and whipped cream. He also promises negative things will happen to you if you break his laws and commandments. So if you do not obey his laws and commandments, there you will not be blessed and your womb will not produce fruit will not be fruitful. And you know, and there's many medical excuses 
and reasons that medical science gives you for being barren or for any other issue. But the bottom line is, and this is what we have to look at, are we living according to Yahweh's laws and commandments? That's the first place to look. And if you are not living according to Yahweh's laws and commandments, if you're worshiping false idols, if you are worshiping on the day of the unconquerable sun, serving sun gods, if you change and added to his, his, his word, his instructions in any way, shape, fashion, or form, you are violating his commandments. If you are not keeping the Sabbath day separated or his feast days or any other commandment he has given us, you are breaking his laws and commandments. And he promises that there will be judgments because of it. And those promises that Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, that are yes and amen, are just as important and emphasize the judgments are promises. Those judgments will come to pass. They're promised and they will come to pass ju just like the positive promises are promises and they will come to pass. Yahweh is faithful to keep his word. You break his laws and commandments and the Bible says that he will curse you. You obey his laws and commandments. The scriptures say he will bless you. When you obey his laws and commandments, your womb will be blessed. When you disobey his laws and commandments, your womb will be cursed and you possibly will be barren. Or if you have a child, that child will live under a curse. That's why so many children today are rebellious, hateful, mean, violent, criminals, rapists, murderers. They're, you know, and they have no conscience over it. Why? They are the cursed fruit of the womb. And the only thing that will change it is repentance, and living your life according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. So the first place, not necessarily the only place, but the first place that I would go to if I was barren or if I had a child that was um, cursed, so to speak, would be to start living according to Yahweh's laws and commandments and to be repentant. And then you get in a position where Yahweh can do something about it. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, and we'll, we'll wind this down here, and it shall be, if, you, if carefully you will listen to the voice of Yahweh, taking heed to do all his commandments. That's the key. Taking heed to do all his commandments. 
Well, you don't agree with that. You, you need to keep the Sabbath on the biblical seventh day of the week that you can keep and you can keep the first day. Well, you're not heeding to all his commandments, which he is commanding you. You are substituting your thoughts or you believe I don't need to tithe. I don't need to bring my tithes and offerings into Yahweh's kingdom because we don't have a... Um, any priests, we don't have we don't have a temple, so I don't need to I don't need to keep it. Wrong. You and I are the priests of the Most High. We are ministering Yahweh's laws and commandments. And at the very least, you should be bringing your tithes into the fellowship where you are being taught. So that there would be meat in that house and so that there would be meat in your house. And also, if you have no place to go, you don't know of an assembly close to you, then at least give your tithes and offerings into other parts of the body of Messiah. Widows, orphans, single moms, single dads, or people that are just struggling financially. Take your, your tithes and offerings and at least bless them. But see, a lot of people don't do that. Why? Because they don't believe in what the scriptures say. They're not obeying his laws and commandments. They're not giving unto the kingdom like Yahshua said in Mark 10, 29 and 30, that everything you give for the gospel's sake will be restored back to you a hundredfold. They don't believe what the scripture says about prosperity. And because of that, they don't do anything about it. And then they wonder why they are cursed in their finances. They are suffering in their finances. They're going without in their finances. And yet they keep the Shabbat. They keep the feast. But they make fun of and they publicly say, you don't need to tithe. Well, what did Yahshua said in Matthew 5, 17 through 19? That his laws and commandments and the prophets have not been done away with. And those that teach that they've been done away with are least in the kingdom. See, we need to believe the whole, the whole enchilada. We need to believe everything that is written in the scriptures. And there are so many scriptures, whether it's in the renewed covenant or in the original covenant, that talks about tithes and offerings or, as Paul said, sowing and reaping. He said, if you sow sparingly, you shall reap sparingly. That's why we as a ministry, when we bless somebody, it's usually in abundance, whatever number Yahweh gives us. Like this past week or two, we sent some finances to, to a young widow and you know, they responded that it was so much. 
Why? That was the figure Yah gave me. Now, I tried to negotiate down with them, but no, I just stepped out in faith and obeyed him. Because I knew he was trying to get something to me. He was trying to get his blessing, not only to me personally and to our family, but to Yahweh Yeshua Assembly's family, because they're the ones that sowed that seed, as well as my wife and myself. And so we need to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. He has a promise that when you don't, say with tithes and offerings, when you don't bring your tithes and offerings, the devourer will not be rebuked. The windows of heaven will not be opened. And I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. I want to be a blessing. All right. <clears throat> so it says here that we need to take heed to do all his commandments. Now, for time's sake, just drop on down to verse 11. And it says, And Yahweh shall prosper you in goods and in the fruit of your body. Now, I'm reading out of the Hebraic Roots Bible. And notice that in the original Hebrew, it uses the word prosper for all those people that are, have a problem with that word. It says, in Yahweh, who? Yahweh shall prosper you in goods, in the fruit of your body. He said he will prosper you in your womb and in the fruit of your livestock. Well, that sounds a lot like what he said in Deuteronomy 7, verse 14. And in the fruit of your ground in the land which Yahweh swore to your fathers. Now, why will he do this? Because you listen and you take heed to do all his commandments. You take heed to do all his commandments. And then verse 2 says, And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you listen to the voice of Yahweh. Now we read in verse 15. Now this is a promise as well. And it shall be if you do not heed or listen and obey the voice of Yahweh to take and to do all his commandments and statutes which I am commanding you today, even all these curses shall come on you and overtake you. Or in other words, it says, even all these curses are promised to come upon you and overtake you. All the promises of Yahweh are yes and amen. He promises. And he's faithful in his promises that if you obey his laws and commandments, you'll be blessed and your womb will be fruitful as well as your land and your goods and everything else. He also promises that if you don't obey all of his commandments, he promises 
that you will have curses upon your life. And if you look in verse number 18, it says, The fruit of your body shall be cursed. Now in the ESV version, it says the fruit of your womb will be cursed. And you could take that in two ways. You, you will be barren and not be able to produce any children. Or you will have a child, but he will be cursed. He will be violent. He'll be a rapist, murderer, criminal, wicked, evil, lawless, rebellious, doing his own thing, hateful, so on and so forth. He will not be a son that brings you great pleasure. And I remember until I was 27, I was a son that did not bring my mother and my family pleasure. Now I can tell you that my family did not obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. They were participating in Catholicism, which is paganism, and yes, they did not know it, and they did all they knew to do, they prayed, and all this, that, and the other, and Yahweh was merciful. Yahweh was merciful, and he was faithful to his covenant, and reached down, slapped me upside the head, and opened the eyes of my understanding, and I became born from above, and I then became blessed. And those curses were off my life. So we can see here that if you disobey Yahweh's laws and commandments, He promises that your womb will be cursed, will be unproductive, or if it is productive to bear a child, that child will come out cursed. Now, until my dad died when I was 11, I was a pretty pleasant, loving, gentle child. But even before my dad died, I started to turn by stealing and doing things like that. And it's just the curse of the law. It's just lawlessness, wickedness, wanting, because we were poor. That's also a curse. So I would encourage you, if you are barren, or if you are a young person, the way to make sure that you have the children you desire to have and they come out of the womb with the blessing of Yahweh upon them, not the curse, is to live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments, is to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, is to follow Yahweh's laws and commandments. And when you do,
Yahweh promises that you'll be blessed coming in, blessed going out. All these blessings will come upon you. One, it includes prosperity. Two, it includes not being barren. And being that I'm not a female, I have no clue how disappointing or maybe heartbroken it would be not to be able to bear children. But Yahweh has an answer for it. And it is simply obey his laws and commandments. At least start there. Start with the Sabbath. You may not understand anything about it. Go to the scriptures. Look up how many times the Sabbath is mentioned in both the original covenant and the renewed covenant. Yeshua kept the, kept the Sabbath. Paul kept the Sabbath. James kept the Sabbath. And feast days and everything else. Peter, James, Paul, the, the, the early body of believers... They obeyed the Sabbath. They kept the feast days. They lived according to Torah. This thing that, the, that it's all passed away, that's a 4th century doctrine started by Constantine and his pagan priests to steal from you and to get you out of walking with Yahweh, being under the blessing of Yahweh, serving Yahweh, and receiving all that he has covenanted and promised to bless you with. Instead, you'll be promised the curse. And so, and, and then it's, it's just continued from there as Christianity continued worshiping the pagan sun deities on the first day of the week and disobeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. One of the things that really helped me is when I read about the Sabbath, which is a feast day, it says that the feast days are forever. And forever means forever. It doesn't mean, it doesn't say the feast days are until the Messiah comes. It doesn't say the feast days and the Sabbath are until the a New Testament has come. No, it doesn't say none of that. It says it's forever. And if it's forever, then you and I need to be participating in it. Now, you and I might not know or understand all there is to know or understand about it, but you don't need to. You don't know how um, electricity switch works when you flip it, just that if you flip it, it'll work. I don't know how the camera works when I hit a video to record and it records and then when I hit the upload, it uploads it. I don't know how all that works. But it, if I do it, it works. I don't question it. Now, if I have a problem with it, then i got to find someone that knows more than I do. But nonetheless, you get my point. So, I encourage you. Obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. It's the answer for poverty. It's the answer for Torahlessness. It's the answer for barrenness. And even when Yahshua said in Matthew 7, verse 23, many prophesied in my name, healed and did miracles in my name, but I never knew you. Depart from me, you 
workers of iniquity, or you workers of lawlessness. Those workers will not enter into heaven. If there's not a heaven to enter into, why did Yeshua speak of it in Matthew 7, 21 through 23, when it says, many will say, Master, Master, we have done this and this. And, and he said, I, here, I'm blowing it, misquoting it. Let's just go to it. Let's just go to it, get the exact quote, and then we'll, we'll close. Matthew 7, 21. It says, and it, and it will not be that just everyone who says to me, Master, Master, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. So why would he be saying you won't enter into the kingdom of heaven if there isn't a heaven to enter into? Hallelujah. Makes sense. The Messiah is saying this. And he says nothing that Yahweh doesn't say. It will not be that just everyone who says, Master, Master, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the ones who do the will of my Father in heaven. And what's doing the will of his Father? It is obeying his laws and commandments. So I pray this, this helps you. I pray even if you're, you know, in your 50s, 60s, and your childbearing years are over, that you still get this understanding to pass it on to the younger generation. That the answer to barrenness, if they want their life blessed, they need to live according to uh, Yahweh's laws and commandments. If they want their life joyous, if they want their life full of peace, if they want their life blessed, they need to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments and to live accordingly. And I know that there's a war going on between this love for the world system, the love for sin, but the wages of sin is death, and it eventually will catch up to anyone that's living according to the sinful living or sinful dying world. So, Father, we just praise you for this word. We praise you that you are faithful for your promises. We praise you that you are faithful, faithful, and you will bless generations up to a thousand generations. So, Yahweh, we worship you. Yahweh, we bless you. Yahweh, our passion and our desire is to obey your laws and commandments. And we ask you to forgive us of any ways that we are not obeying your laws and commandments. We renounce our sin. We renounce our lawlessness. We renounce our, our disobedience. And any curse that is upon our life or still upon our life, any disobedience that is still operating in our life, contrary to your laws and commandments, we renounce it. <clears throat> we ask you to forgive us. Any participation we have had in lawlessness, we renounce it and we ask you to forgive us of it and we come out of it. When Yahweh said to separate ourselves from this pagan world system, he meant all of paganism. We are to come out from among the kingdom of Babylon. We are to come out from among it in every way, shape, fashion, and form. So Yahweh, help us. Yahweh, we thank you for empowering us. We thank you that your anointing is destroying every yoke of bondage,
every yoke of barrenness, every yoke of poverty. And we thank you for your covenant blessing of prosperity, your covenant blessing of fruitfulness in people's wombs, both um, the females and men will be fertile. We prophesy and we pray over those that are desiring to have children and for whatever reason, they are not able to have children and they are Torah observant, obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments to the best of their ability. If there isn't something that they need to renounce or repent of, we ask you, Father, to empower them with being fertile. Let them be, for lack of a better term, fertile myrtle in the power of your name, that whether it's a man or a woman, that whatever's been hindering them from being fertile, that it would be destroyed off of their life and that they would be blessed and have many children. And so, Father, we worship you. Father, we praise you that you commanded us to be fruitful and to replenish the earth. So, Father, we love you. We adore you. We praise you and we bless you in the power of your name. YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com is our website. Uh, you can connect with me, Mark Pulley, or the ministry on Facebook. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make his face shine upon you. And I pray that you would be willing and obedient. And when you are willing and obedient, Isaiah the prophet said you would eat the good of the land. So eat, rejoice, and be merry in the power of his name. Shalom, shalom.